Hello, and welcome to our Technology Digest podcast interview. Today, we are focusing on nitrosamine impurities and the development of sensitive detection methods in detecting them during the drug development process. I am delighted to be joined today by Javier Jimenez Villarín of Waters Corporation as we explore the importance of nitrosamine bioanalysis. Thanks for joining me today, Javier. It is a pleasure to be with you. So my first question is, nitrosamines are genotoxic impurities that have made their presence known in the pharma industry. To what levels do you believe nitrosamines need to be determined? Well, that's true. And nitrosamines are genotoxic impurities that appeared in 2018 when the European Medicines Regulatory Network alerted about their presence in, in certain APIs. That was because uh, the formation of nitrosamines uh, due to the, to the fact that uh, dimethylformamide, sodium nitrate, in the presence of an acid uh, during the synthesis of these compounds, uh, were for, uh, appeared about because of the formation of uh, during the synthesis of these compounds, and also because uh, it is believed that uh, contamination from solvents, uh, reagents, and equipment uh, made an impact in here uh, during well and finally led to the, to the presence of uh, nitrosamines in the APIs and the drug products. So that's why uh, not only the API, the active pharmaceutical ingredient are affected, but also excipients and final drug products are, uh, are believed to, or are important to be, de- to, to be determined or to be analyzed in order to make sure that no nitrosamines comes at the, at the end for uh, the final drug product. So bearing this in mind, uh, the levels of detection are dependent on the acceptable, acceptable intake of the impurity in nanograms per day and the maximum daily dose of the drugs in milligrams per day. So therefore, each API, each drug product, the level of detection needs to be calculated uh, per each drug at risk. What considerations do you need to take into account when creating a new method for nitrosamine analysis? Well, that's something that... Uh, is the key question when I or when we at Waters uh, start talking about this analysis with customers. Uh, the most important thing I, I believe is the limits of detection and quantitation that uh, the customer requests or the lab requests. This has a close link or a direct link to the instrumentation available in the lab or that we will need to implement uh, in the customer's lab. Solubility of the API or the final drug product is another consideration to, to take into account as it uh, will have a strong impact on the later development of the method. And finally, uh, the last consideration we usually take into account is the all the information that we can gather from the API, that is uh, impu- uh, the whole purity related substances, non-impurities, residual solvents, or whatever uh, uh, that we can gather from the API as this will make us uh, fully understand the complexity of the separation that is needed to, to develop in the, for the customer uh, in order to, to overcome uh, this analysis. What are the main technical challenges faced when setting up a new method for nitrosamine analysis and how do you overcome them? Well, the, as this question is uh, directly linked to the question that I already answered, so uh, limits of detection quantitation requested by the customer, this is uh, the main thing that uh, we have in mind uh, during the overall method development. 
the solubility or the physical chemical properties of the API are also something that is important to, to be on hand. So at the end, we workers believe that each customer and each API will have its, uh, its own method. So we create a fit-to-purpose method development, or we implement uh, this kind of uh, method in, for each customer as physical chemical properties or the the, the API, the purity substance and the impurities or whatever may differ from one API to another. So the main technical challenge over this analysis is to separate nitrosamines from the API, other impurities, residual solvents or whatever is from is in the matrix. This is because, uh, and this is of great importance because uh, when we couple liquid chromatography to mass spectrometry, we have to separate everything as we need to divert the API or the whole matrix uh, to the waste just to, to make only nitrosamines go into the EMS. This is because uh, in this way, we prevent uh, matrix, matrix effects coming from the sample. A useful tool in order to overcome this analysis is to use uh, UV detection, online UV detection with EMS as it plays a key role by developing the method just to make sure that the API or other impurities at a higher concentration than nitrosamines are diverted to waste. So we make sure all the time uh, in real time during the analysis and during the samples and during the chromatographic runs that the API or uh, the matrix uh, doesn't go into the mass spectrometer. So as we are talking about separation all the time, we at Waters are very lucky, and that's why we are really successful at play at overcoming the this analysis is because we have the, a complete portfolio of column chemistries in all formats possible, and also instrument uh, wide variety of instrument portfolios. So we cover from sample prep to, to to the final result. So that's important. It is mandatory for 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 us to have uh, ready for our customers to overcome this kind of, uh, of analysis and, for, and make them successful at, at doing this analysis. What are the different technologies that might be needed and when would each of them be necessary for an individual lab? Uh, as, you, as you see, all is really linked one question to another. And um, well, the traditional technique was liquid chromatography coupled to, to UV detection. This was uh, when the limits of detection and quantification were high enough for the quantitation of uh, nitrosamines. But uh, since 2018, the newer limits of detection and quantification were needed. Uh, more power of detection was needed. So mass spectrometry started to play a role in here. So when we need more, more detection or more uh, power of de detection and quantitation, then we start uh, talking about uh, single quad mass spectrometry, especially for QC monitoring, in those cases where the concentration of nitrosamines are expected to be high or high enough to be detected by, by this technique or by this instrument, this kind of instrumentation. But the, ref the tool of reference here in uh, nitrosamine analysis in, in the pharma industry is uh, triple quadrupoles, as they have the ability to achieve the limits of detection and quantification commonly required by, by pharma companies. It is also uh, the tool of reference because we double check in each chromatographic run sorry, that the presence of uh, the presence of nitrosamines as we are monitoring two to three transitions per each nitrosamine. So the, this technique is less prone to, to provide false positives. 
On the other side, we have also high resolution mass spectrometry for those labs of for these uh, pharma companies that may expect uh, new nitrosamines or new genotoxic impurities that may need to reveal the identity or the structure of uh, these compounds prior the quantitation of, uh, of the later quantitation in, in QC monitoring, for example. And finally, but not least, gas chromatography can be an appropriate instrument for, uh, for the detection and quantitation of uh, nitrosamines, but it may uh, lead to false positive uh, for certain APIs. How is the transition and or technology transfer from HPLC, UV-Vis to UPLC tandem mass spec uh, been in QC labs? So our, uh, it, this transition has been quite smooth as our benchtop single quad MS, uh, our equity QDA has been a great intermediate step to start acquiring some training, to, to gain a lot of uh, training and knowledge in, in MS analysis, so for most uh, QC labs. But I still have the feeling when I'm in front of the customer that they have kind of fear, uh, they are worried about using uh, mass spectrometry, more especially tandem mass spectrometry, as they are not uh, fully trained for uh, running or uh, performing this kind of uh, routine analysis with this instrumentation. But this is because they lack uh, training and knowledge in, in this technique. And also because they have to transition from, from the most common software platform that, uh, that like Empower to a new one. Uh, software, uh, which is commonly used for uh, MS spectrometers. So also they have a little bit of, or pharma companies are a bit worried about uh, being compliant. So that's why uh, we at Waters uh, believe that uh, we deliver benefit to customers, but not by only providing the instrumentation or columns or uh, the solutions, but also providing uh, training, knowledge, and what's most uh, important for me, is accompaniment over time. And as a final thought, do you see nitrosamines going away at any point? Um, and do you see any new impurities in the near future? That's for sure that um, uh, nitrosamines has been, uh, have been the, the first milestone in, in genotoxic uh, impurity analysis. And uh, for sure, they, they will be uh, the search and investigation of these impurities will be part of the drug development. So pharma companies from now on will, will be cautious about uh, during the whole step of the, of the synthesis from raw material to the final product in analyzing each critical step, uh, looking for uh, nitrosamines in this case or uh, new genotoxic impurities. At the end, for sure, uh, nitrosamines won't go away anytime soon. And uh, they will remain as a hot topic, uh, a hot topic uh, in the future. So that's because uh, the regulators like uh, the FDA or the uh, European European Medicines Agency are getting more or are being more strict in terms of regulation, in uh, especially in the content of uh, this kind of uh, impurities in the the final products or the APIs. And that's why uh, when we talk to customers, we um, try to emphasize that uh, it, is not it is important to be prepared for today, uh, in this case, uh, nitrosamines, but also for the future. So that's uh, the, the key moment 
to acquire or, uh, to be trained in this kind of uh, more advanced technology for uh, the detection and quantitation at these trace levels of uh, these compounds for the future to come. And for sure, Waters will play a key role in, in supporting our customers and uh, for making them successful uh, during the synthesis or during the uh, manufacturing of uh, medicines. Thank you for joining me today, Javier, and for sharing your knowledge on nitrosamine impurities. It has been a pleasure. And to our listeners, you can find more about this topic in our Technology Digest on Bioanalysis Zone. And you can follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Thank you and goodbye.